Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Live Your Personal Best. Today we are joined by Chad talking all about the end goal, which is making fitness a priority in your life. A lot of times when people talk about, you know, their ideal schedule, their ideal routine, they want it to feel effortless, like fitness and health is something that they can easily prioritize, just like work, just like school, just like everything else. So Chad shares all of his tips on how to make it a priority in your life, along with some reframing of what a priority actually looks like, what that means. I had a lot of aha moments through my conversation with him. And specifically, if you are a former athlete and you're trying to make fitness a priority again after you no longer have a team, no longer have competition, be sure to check out my book, Elite to Everyday Athlete. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. The link will be right down below. Taking you through the steps of how to go from being an elite athlete to more of an everyday athlete who's still working out, still has fitness in their life. So with that, I think that you are going to love today's episode. Let's jump right in. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Hey guys, today we are joined by Chad Austin. He's the owner of Priority Fitness in Overland Park, Kansas, and is also the best-selling and award-winning author of the book series, Make Fitness a Priority, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Chad, I'm so excited that you're joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So I know that you've been a fitness owner for a long time. Why were you called to the topic of making fitness a priority? Why was this the topic of the book? Uh, you know, I think it's kind of how I've evolved as a fitness trainer. You know, uh, I've been a fitness train in fitness for about 20 years now, but personal trainer for over 15. And I think oh, when you first become a fitness trainer, it, it takes a little while, but you normally you realize that when people come to a personal trainer, you know, they're they're fueled by short term motivation. There's something coming up that they want fast results for, and so instant gratification is that a big part of the motivation, and it it just leads to you know a roller coaster of, uh, results that, uh, are only temporary, you know, and that we had to keep going through that restarting period. And, uh, I think after a while I, and I said, so many of my clients go through this, uh, I realized that really my true purpose is to help people get long-term success. Uh, and so it's more about, um, helping you adapt to life's changes that kind of throw you off track and help you just, instead of thinking about how you can get the fastest results possible, but thinking differently about how does fitness fit in my life right now? So it can be something that sticks with you longer. So it just, as I've evolved, I've kind of realized it's, that's how I can make the best impact. And that's really way more important. Yeah, no, you're so right. Because you know, you see people come in and out all the time. So you're like, okay, once people get that initial motivation to come join, how do we make it stick for even longer? Yeah. And uh, this time of year, as uh, even it hits, uh, it's even more importantly, 
you know, at the beginning of the year, every, everyone's more motivated. So they get started, but it's, it's, again, it's that, that deep desire for instant gratification. We've had the holidays and everyone's kind of fallen off track at this point. And we, we want results so much more. And so, and the faster, the better. Uh, and so it leads to a lot of instant gratification desire. And, uh, it, it leads to all the stats we're going to hear in about six weeks about how uh, everyone's failed. <laughs> yeah, no. So I know that one of your things is, you know, some fitness trainers are really into new year's resolutions. Some are really without, what is kind of your approach to that? The reason most fitness trainers are against new year's resolutions and we hate it. It's, 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 it's really weird because we, we help people set goals for a living and that's, I mean, for a lot of what new year's resolutions are, it's goal setting and getting a reset. Uh, but what we hate is the negativity that the negative reputation that new year's get. I think, think the big stats that we, that we hate the most in fitness is that, you know, after the first six weeks of the year, 90% of people have failed and, uh, they make it sound like you might as well just quit and restart next year. Like you've already blown it for the whole year. And uh, that's not fitness, you know, and, and anything in life, you know, you're failing is part of it. You know, you're going to fail. Once you fail the first time, your, your fitness journey doesn't have to end there. And that's, that's what the rep, new year's resolutions make it sound. And so, but that's uh, I think that's a big thing for people to realize. And, and this time of year, as you get started, whether you're getting started or restarting, whatever your story is, that the first time you mess up, if you first time you miss a workout for one reason or another, or your first time you eat something you didn't intend to, you know, it doesn't end your fitness journey. That's not where it ends. It's just how do you get back on track? And uh, every time you have that mindset, you're going to get better and better at this. But that's that's what we hate is that the fitness journey doesn't end when you fail. Failing's part of it. Yeah, no, I think that's the biggest thing for me to learn. So I was a collegiate athlete. And I feel like, you know, there, there's no choice of failure in that. You know, you just keep going with your season. You keep listening to the coaches. And then when I graduated and I was on my own, every time I missed a workout or I told myself, okay, I'll go to the gym this week or, you know, I skipped up. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like that's it for me. You know, like fitness is no longer for me. And it was so hard to get myself kind of like back into that groove again. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I was in, <laughs> I was in the same boat. I was an athlete too. And uh, there's so many lessons, you know, so many important lessons we learn as uh, as athletes, but it's like it's almost like we have to relearn certain lessons too. like, uh, you know, for, for one of them, you know, even the best athletes in the world, they they have seasons, you know, they don't work out as hard as they can year round they're, they're It comes in spurts, you know, and then there's there's things that there's things that we have to adapt to throughout the course of the year. And so there's so many important lessons that we, we kind of forget um, once we're not an athlete anymore. Yeah, no. So I love how you already, you know, kind of reframe that of like, you're going to go through these so-called failures, but you don't need to label them as failures. It's just part of it. And so with, you know, making fitness a priority, what do you think people really struggle with, with making this transition? Or what did you find with your book? You know, uh, one lesson I, I think I'm, I'm really, uh, the last few years, I kind of trying to bring home to people when I talk. One thing we had, we struggle with is how fitness looks different as we go through time. You know, I think uh, the biggest excuse that's easy for us to make the, all the time is I'm too busy. And uh, I've realized over time that that really has a different meaning for us. And so a lot of times when we say I'm too busy, what we really are saying is I'm too busy to work out like I used to. So, you know, like as, as we go through time and life changes, fitness is going to look different for us than it did before. Uh, but we always have this bar in our head of when we are in the best shape of our lives. So for us, it's probably when we were athletes, right? And so when I when I was an athlete or when I first became a trainer, you know, when I first became a trainer, 
I was brand new to the city. I was new to a gym that had a lot of trainers. So I'd had, didn't have a lot of clients yet. So I was building my schedule, had all this time to work out. So I probably worked out two or three hours a day, five days a week. And I was in awesome shape, but that would, that fitness routine would not fit in my life. Now, now, 15 years later, I have my own studio. I have trainers underneath me that are, that are, that I, I help and mentor and I have, I write, I have a, a speaking business. Uh, I'm, a, I'm married now I'm, and we're starting a family. And so there, it, it just, if I tried to fit that fitness routine in my life now, it would just throw the whole balance of my life off, you know? And so it, that's one thing we have to have to do. It's like, we have the bar of, how, of what we, of what we did before and doing anything less than that is almost like we're doing something wrong. And you have to realize that doing less does not mean it's less of a priority to you. It just means that it fits different now than it did before. And so that's a very important thing. As we go through life's changes and our life looks different, we're not picking up where we left off. We're coming up with a new plan that fits us now. Yeah, that's so interesting. You know, this concept of maybe not what we spend the most time on is our number one priority. Like you can still prioritize fitness without spending the same amount of time on it, which I think isn't something that we hear a lot. Yeah, and it's, it's a really important thing. I mean, I think fitness is always what we put off till later. So like we think of when I was first writing my book, one question I did that kind of figure out the direction, I just did an online poll. And my poll question was, uh, what are your top priorities? You know, and, uh, and so the answers were family and career. Those were always a top two, sometimes faith, other passion projects, things like that. But no one said health and fitness. And uh, just more and more, I kind of dug into that. I realized that fitness is always what we're going to get to later. So it's like, we're, we're very good at adapting to change when it comes to our family, our career and those kind of things, but we're terrible at adapting to change when it comes to our fitness. And so it's always, we're, we're always trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. And so just, just, uh, kind of pointing that out, uh, to people when they get started that, uh, it's going to look different now, but if you do, but, but it's going to look different now. And the reason that's so important to make sure you understand how it fits is because fitness is supposed to be the thing that makes you better across the board. It's like, if you really take care of yourself, I mean, when I take care of myself and fitness is a priority, I'm a better husband. I'm a better uh, trainer. I'm a better writer. I'm a better speaker. I'm a better friend. I'm a better at everything. But if I try to fit something in there that doesn't fit, then it's going to hurt all those other things in my life. So fitness is meant to make you better. But uh, if you don't do it right, if you try to fit it in there in a way that doesn't fit in your life, then it can actually hurt. Yeah. No, this is definitely like almost the conversation I needed today. So I've been really sick recently. And so, you know, it's always like when your health is on the down is when you like realize and appreciate it more. And so in my head, I was like, you know, I would really like to work out this week, but I'm still too sick to. And then I think about all the times last month that I skipped my workouts or that I didn't make it a priority because it was just for granted. And, you know, we always push it off, as you said. And it was like, oh, well, now that I can't do it, I, I see how important it was. Oh man, it's, I wonder how many people relate to what you just said. I, I actually, me and my wife actually, unfortunately, got to begin uh, 2022 with COVID. And so, I mean, as a personal trainer, you're so motivated not only because of, of fitness, but because of you know helping everybody with fitness. And so, what a terrible way to start the year, right? So, I, mean, I bet so many people uh, are hearing that. But you know, it's it's one of those things where uh, sometimes. You just have to move forward. You, you know, you can't change the past. Uh, so beating yourself up about something you can't control, you know, control the controllables. It's time to just, uh, you know, restart. And uh, so that's uh, what's good about this time of year. You can always uh, reset and, uh, and start fresh. 
Exactly. I love that. So I know that obviously we were just talking about instant gratification and there's no magic tricks with this in order to all of a sudden make it a priority. But do you have any tips on how someone could start making fitness a priority? Uh, yes. And so, well, for one, I would say to, uh, just not to minimize it, that it, it is hard. And so I, anyone that's uh, having a tough time getting started, uh, there's a saying that we do the, the, the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door, right? Sometimes, especially the longer, longer you've gone without opening that door, the longer you've been away from fitness, getting started is the hardest part. And so just taking the first step, uh, whether the what's holding you back is uh, uh, not wanting to go to the gym or just all the unknown, not having equipment, not knowing how to get started, uh, just getting started, taking that first step uh, is uh, is important. But to help you get long-term success, there's two questions I have people answer when they get started. Um, and so the first one is, how does fitness fit in my life right now? Okay. And so these, both these questions are, by the way, going to be different, answered differently for everybody. And so everyone has a different answer. There's no right or wrong answer, but how does fitness fit in my life right now? And the second one is how much accountability do I need right now? And so I'll, I'll, I'll just answer these real quick. So the first one, uh, how does fitness fit in my life right now? The way you answer that is the same way you would when you're work figuring out your work schedule. You know, you're gonna you're gonna just look at your look at your life, and so look at your life, look at your work schedule, so your normal work schedule, and then any other work events. You're gonna look at your family schedule, every commitments that you have with your significant other, everything you have with your kids, all their activities that you're gonna make sure you're gonna want to be at, and then any passion projects. So make sure you look at your schedule and see how busy you already are, what your life looks like, and then look. How does fitness fit? Okay. How does fitness fit? Where, what would fitness look like for me right now? When do I have time for it? Um, and then the other part of that, you know, what should it look like right now? So if you haven't done anything for a long time, you're not going to jump into three hours a week, you know, for, you know, you're, you're trying to start where you are and scale up. Uh, and the second part, how much accountability do I need right now? So I have my own trainer. Uh, being a trainer, I've had my own trainer, but I realized how important it is for me to have my trainer. And so I've had a trainer for a long time and I'll hope, hopefully if it's my choice, never go without one. Again. Uh, but there are times when I need her for every single workout I do, like I won't have the motivation to do it. I'll need her standing next to me, telling me exactly what to do for every workout, uh, or otherwise I won't do it. And there's other times of the year where I'm really motivated and I'm in a workout zone and I don't need her as often. I can hold myself accountable a lot. And there's everything in between there. And so it could be part of your accountability is working out with a friend or going to a class with some of your friends, uh, but everything in the middle. And so, and just know that throughout the course of the year and, through, and as life changes, those answers, those questions are going to change, but that's how you figure out how, it, how uh, the right program that fits you and fits your life right now. So how does fitness fit in my life? How much accountability do I need? Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like we don't talk about the accountability part a lot. Um, and I think that that's a huge component actually staying committed towards it. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. And, and you know, that's, that's one thing uh, as we become more virtual these days, you know, everyone uh, in the last few years, we've gotten better at uh, training people all over the world or coaching people all over the world. But uh, how do I have that same accountability that I do in person online? And so the more and more ways we can... Uh, uh, answer that question uh, it's helped helps us out too yeah and then also the fact that you know you're saying you have a personal trainer that works with you you want to never go without her and it kind of breaks that myth of you know you should only use a personal trainer at the beginning or to help get you comfortable and to teach you the moves it's like no even if you do know what you're doing like there's still a huge positive that helps you and there's still so much value in it too 
Yeah. And there's, there's so much I've learned just, uh, having my own trainer. I don't know. In my first four years, uh, working for a company, I didn't do that. And then when I went and, uh, became an independent contractor and started my own business, I did. And it's the best decision I ever made. It made me so much better. It's like, you become a better athlete when you're a coach, uh, and, and better, uh, teacher when you're a student, you're a better student when you're a teacher, you know, all, all those things are so true. And so, uh, you never stop learning when you have someone else, a trainer training you as well. Yeah. And then, you know, with these people that you are training that come in, what do you think is like the number one thing that people get wrong about trying to make fitness a priority? So one, one thing I, I do when someone comes to me, you know, when someone comes to a personal trainer, uh, a lot of times they've come out of desperation. So is it, what I mean by that is that they've already tried and failed on their own. And they're coming to you. And so if they're in a lot of people and they're in this situation, if they're being honest, they may not really believe they can get success themselves. They'd be they think, well, I'll, I'll try this because, but it probably won't work because nothing else has, or I'll give this a shot, but I'll eventually probably fail because I always do. And uh, so if that's the story that you're coming into this with, that you're fitness journey with, then you have to change that story. Because if that's, if you have a story saying you're going to fail or you can't do it, you have to rewrite that story because it's a fictional story. Just because you haven't done something in the past doesn't mean you can't in the future. The past doesn't have to predict the future. It just starts with you changing your mindset and your belief of what you can do. And so and the, the other part of that story is uh, your routine. And so uh, there's a, I had the power to change your story. That's the story that that is your own thoughts that you can't do something. You have to change that story, re rewire that. You have to be able to see it at working and all the hard work paying off, but also your routine. And so if you're always trying, if starting New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, starting a new year with the same pattern that leads to failure, then you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, right? You have to change that story, that routine that you're always trying and try to find one that works better for you. And so for instance, there's a few things that uh, we always kind of, we have a, we're stubborn and we tend to hate changing things. But if you're always trying to work out before work and you're just not a morning person, you have not been successful doing that, then maybe try to work out at a different time. You know, maybe you're just setting yourself up to fail because that's not the best time for you to work out and vice versa is true too. So like for myself, I know that I have to do my workout in the morning or in the uh, late morning, right after my early morning sessions, uh, especially if I'm working out on my own and I don't have a trainer training me. Cause if, if I'm going to do it after work, if I'm going to say I'm going to do it after work, I've got all day to talk myself out of that. And I give it 50, 50, that's going to happen. Cause especially if I have a long day of sessions, cause I'll be exhausted. And so if you're someone who's uh, trying to get in a routine and you're going to work out after work and you're exhausted and it's, it's really hard to get yourself to do it, then you may be setting yourself up to fail. You may be thinking maybe there's a better time for me to try to do my work. Maybe uh, not after a stressful day or not after my most stressful day, should I be trying to work out? Maybe I should do it on my, on my day off or I should do it before work. You know, that's one thing to take a good look at. How, what is my routine that, that is uh, leading to failure every time? And how can I change that to set myself up to succeed better? Oh, I love that. What is my routine that's leading me to failure every time? Yeah, because if you keep doing something, it's not working. It's like, okay, well, there must be something that I'm repeating that's not working. And how can I make that change? 
it's so simple, right? But we just can't see it because it's like we're, we're beating, we, we choose to beat ourselves up instead. Like we're just not doing it good enough. We're not trying hard enough. And that's not always it. It's sometimes you're just setting yourself up to failure and you need to think differently. But a lot of, I have, I have clients a lot of times where it's just like, you're, they're trying to, they have a stressful job and, or they're, or it could be a stressful time of year for their job. And they're trying to work out after work when they're just exhausted because they've exude, they've just given all they, that they have for their work. And, uh, and so just changing to put their workouts on different days or different times when they have more energy, it's made all the difference for them. And it's not that they couldn't do it or they didn't have enough willpower. Or they weren't trying hard enough. Uh, it was, it was just more that, you know, they had no energy then. And so you, sometimes it's, we put ourselves, we set ourselves up to fail sometimes and don't even know it. So sometimes we just have to take a hard look at, uh, where we're doing our workouts and things like that. Yeah. Wow. I've loved that so much. I've loved this whole conversation. Is there any one last piece of advice you'd love to leave everyone with today? First of all, if, uh, if you have liked this interview, if you've gotten some stuff out of this, I, I love doing these and I love helping anyone I can, but you know, unfortunately we only have 30 minutes for this, for this interview. So if you want more, you can go to beatyourexcuses.com um, and you can get a free copy of my first book. Uh, on there. And I, I have three books, but uh, that is that they're all guides, I think, for anyone, whether you're restarting or starting for the first time with your fitness journey right now, uh, they will be definitely add some motivation and maybe one or two things in there you haven't thought of before that could be life changing. You never know when you're going to pick up that one thing that makes a difference for you. Uh, but beatyourexcuses.com. Be sure to go there. You can get a free copy of my first book. And there's actually a little five five online training classes as a little package on there also. Uh, but definitely do that. And other than that, I would just, just like uh, re-emphasize the first uh, thing we said earlier in the interview that failing is part of the journey. And so whatever you, whenever you hear people um, talk about a new year's resolution fails and stuff, don't let that enter your head. Uh, if you make a mistake, that doesn't mean you're a failure. Uh, it's inevitable. Failing is part of it. And uh, failing and learning how to over how to get back on track every time you fail is how you get better at making fitness a long term part of your life. So don't don't let it discourage you. Uh, use it as motivation to keep getting stronger. That's what it should do. Wow. Well, I think that this came out at the perfect time then, because as you said, you know, people will be experiencing it. So this came at a perfect time. Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.